Live on the Freak Radio Network, rulers of the motorsports empire, broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios, Budweiser, the king of beers, presents Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, Sergeant and his freaking pit crew, Stat Man Carruthers. We ain't going nowhere, baby. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Mm, hello there. Let me welcome you into football freaking Sunday night, and then again, there is some racing in there. Stat Man Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sergeant. Your freaking hotline, 8669Freaks, 866-937-3257. Text the word FREAK. To 25827 with your message. You can text the word freak and your message to 25827. I just feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> well, we've been gone for two weeks. It just mm. feels good to get back in the swing of things. That's far too much information. Chris. Somebody got excited <laughs> hearing her saying that. Yeah, right. Maybe it's Steve in the Beverly Hills jail. Well, maybe, oh, maybe it's us being back, and that's all cool. But that IndyCar race today, I'm sorry. That yeah. was some of the best damn racing I have seen in a long time. That was a really good well, season Who was finale. it that actually said, look, man, we don't need a chase. We start the chase with the first race of the season then end it with the last race with IndyCar racing. Yeah, that's the college football, I think. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, the, God, the BCS. The, bowl, the BCS, yeah. the Bowl Championship Series. So, yeah, it is the football IndyCar weekend, some series. big old college matches went off this weekend of course the nfl striking out this afternoon or striking in or just lighting the match and i'll just tell you right now the indianapolis chicago game it's on a three-hour tape delay indianapolis won 56 to 3 so turn the tv off Um, and just listen to the freaks chicago's already scored 15 so that's wrong so 56 to 15 that's the wrong tape delay i'm watching that's from 19 oh that's true that that's just that's Jim Harbaugh at quarterback in there. <laughs> Do you know I used to babysit for Harbaugh? No, I didn't know I that. did. I babysat for Jim Harbaugh's kids. Maybe it's severe talking. You didn't babysit Harbaugh. Uh, oh, God, no. That, that would be too much information. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, another group of kids that I babysat in Indianapolis is Scott Dixon's Spotter's Kids. Damn. I know. I was kind of hoping Dixie would come on with us tonight so we could talk about, you know, my past with his crew so we are going to talk about the indycar finale and of course the indycar championship going to scott dixon going to talk about who's made it into the nascar chase we'll talk about who hasn't made it and we'll talk about well what some say is the biggest whiner in nascar we've got some audio to maybe back up some of those allegations so we'll hear from uh, that gentleman also coming up rick johnson not the supercross motocross off-road superstar this is rick johnson the guy that won the las vegas torino that's not under is that the that's the score series right best in the desert best series. in the desert series not score this is the guy that that is in one of the i don't want to say sub categories but he's not in the, the lead category but ended up winning the entire race beating a lot of elite guys yeah. in the process so we're going to hear from rick johnson with his desert racing well and it's not like the big guys broke i mean he literally beat them yeah exactly heads up. He, he went head to head and uh, didn't leave him on the side of the road they couldn't catch him so keep these numbers handy, 8669-FREAKS, and of course the text, text the word FREAK and your message to 25827. Of course, got the website, speedfreaks.tv, and, and our MySpace page, myspace.com slash speedfreaksradio and TV. 
back in the Speed Freaks pits after another win, has definitely taken care of, well, to be honest, Johnny Benson, who won like three races in a row in the NASCAR Truck Series, stiffed the Speed Freaks one Sunday night. He's been so good up until that one time he stiffed us. It was his last win that he stiffed It was the last win, so he has definitely benefited from the negative Speed Freaks mojo. A gentleman who's riding the positive Speed Freaks mojo and who might one day have crashed at us babysit his nephews and nieces oh, or God, his grandchildren. What? You were talking about that earlier. Could you please welcome NASCAR Truck Series winner driving that Chevy, Ron Hornaday. What's up, Ronnie? Hey, what are you guys doing? Hey, Ron, would you ever let Crash Gladys babysit your grandchildren? (laughs) Of course I would. Oh, you're a brave man. (laughs) (laughs) They babysit themselves. All you got to do is just show them where the candy's at and you're good. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what I want to eat. Show me the candy. Nice. Yeah. Hey, Ron Hornaday, so much for those Toyotas dominating. Now you've got that Chevy, and they're kicking some badass. Yeah, we've been running good all year, and Rick Ridden, and I keep bragging on the guys. They built a brand-new truck, and we unloaded fast. And um, it just, uh, gosh, you know, NASCAR took some gear out of it, and I didn't know what it was going to be like. And, and uh, man, it just truck was fast again. So I'm just I'm living on cloud nine. This is cool. Ron, what is it? You're 94 points behind? Is that it? Yes. Yep. So, for the naysayers out there, it is possible. It's it's very possible for you to come back and win this championship. What, without sounding stupid with this question, what really do you have to do? Do you have to win a certain amount of races, or do you have to finish top five every race? Is there something that you have to do to get it going? Well, I mean, if we keep doing what we're doing, it's gonna it's gonna be a down to Homestead. You know, we're gaining twenty five, twenty points on Johnny. This last weekend, so uh, we'll probably he's probably going to have to have bad luck like Skinner did. I think we came into this uh, chase last year a little bit farther behind Skinner, and uh, you know the last three or four races we switched off lead changes. So we're just going to keep doing it. Just make sure we cross the T's and dot the I's, and uh, have good pit stops and and try to race them hard. Driving the Chevy, the NASCAR Truck Series, Ron Hornaday here in Speed Freaks Pits. Statman, go ahead. Now you dropped the word chase in there, and whenever you mention NASCAR and chase. There's only one thing that comes up, and that's the chase for the championship that starts next weekend in New Hampshire. You got a, a uh, if you're going to take my money and go to the window in Las Vegas, who do I put it on, or who do you put it on I, for me? I would be really stupid not to say Kevin Harvick, but <laughs> it's, it's going to be it's going to be tough. Uh, them guys are just watching the race today. It's going to be. Could be a tough chase, and uh, I like to see how it plays out now. After Junior paid Kyle back, this is going to be pretty cool. Is is Kyle the guy to uh, to beat, or it looks like Jimmy Johnson is the guy? You've raced against all these guys. Who is the who's the guy to to beat? It's, uh, it looks to me like it's Jimmy Johnson. I I, I told you my pick. I'm, I'm not going. I'm not going anywhere else with that. I got to go see the boss in the morning. So if he hears anything different, I'm not losing my job. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Ron Hornaday, NASCAR Truck Series winner, joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Ever had any desire for there to be a chase in the NASCAR Truck Series, Ron Hornaday? No. I don't think we need one. I mean, look how close the points are. I think the top four are within 100 points, and, you know, you get 180 points per race. So, I mean, things can change up. We still got eight races left. So I'm. You know, going down to Homestead, it could be three or four of us going for the for the points. Did NASCAR so, uh, panic when uh, Kenseth won a few years ago and uh, thought they had to d- create something that wasn't necessary? You know, we talk about this every year, but it just puts it on. I mean, it's just like you, everybody's watching the race today, see who's going to make it, who's not. Now we're going to watch who's going to who's going to finish thirteenth. You know, get that bonus and stuff. So I. I I don't know, but you know, it seems like everything they do, it, it works out, and it, it makes it pretty exciting. 
You know, that's it. Well, hold on, though. IndyCar does not need to chase. NASCAR trucks do not need to chase. However, like what Ron just said, people are now watching for 13th place because of that bonus. Do you think that that is needed in the truck series? Just something to change it up at the end, even if it's not for first place? Uh, we just need a bonus is what we need. <laughs> you know, Ron. We need to get more money. That's all we need is get more trucks and stuff. But, uh, no. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think the truck series is pretty exciting. I mean, uh, oh, you know, Craftsman's, Craftsman's been with the series since it started, 13 years, and now we're, we're losing them, and uh, they're looking for a major sponsor, and they haven't they haven't announced one yet. So hopefully the election gets done pretty quick here, and we can announce a sponsor for the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series. So do you think maybe, uh, Ron Hornaday, that we need to have uh, maybe a bonus race to, to come down to Homestead and maybe have double points for that and maybe create some – Drama where none exists right now. Okay, whatever, whatever you guys want to do, we can come up with anything. But uh, <laughs> wait, wait until I'm done racing it because uh, I don't need no more drama in this this truck series. Uh, it's already hectic enough. I'm turning gray, and I just uh, I need to I need to win another one. You know, Ron Hornaday Musgrave told us a couple of years ago that when he gets finished, he's got a book in him that's going to knock down some walls. Does Ron Hornaday have a uh, a story to tell that might be the tell-all book that uh, you got to wait until you retire to publish it? Well, actually, uh, Tim Pacman's actually started on two books for me right now, one about uh, myself and then one about uh, the professor. It's going to be the professor line of just uh, – how racing's all about, what I've went through and how I race different people and stuff like that and get some quotes from some other drivers and stuff. So uh, we're going to try to get something going on that pretty soon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't lay that out there without sharing a couple of chapters. I know you've housed a couple of drivers on their way up through the series in NASCAR. What what are some of those personal stories that might be in these books? Yeah, you're just going to have to read it. I don't know. Oh, Ron. <laughs> that's spoken just like a guy yeah, that wants to make some money. Yeah, when you babysit the grandkids, you can sit there and read the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah, little, good. little Ron Hornaday, Jr., Jr., go sit on Crash's lap and let her read to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, you, don't, you don't know my grandson very well. You don't want him sitting on your lap at all. He's, uh, he's, a, he's all boy in the terror, so uh, it's pretty cool. We got him in the quarter midgets now. And he's just eating them up. He's smoking them. He's real smooth, and it's and man, it's 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 cool to see him get off the motorcycles. Now he's in a six years old and just whip, whipping her butt in quarter midget. It's a lot of fun. One more thing before you get out of here: the, the NFL started this weekend. Are you a, a Panthers fan, or do you have somebody else to cheer for? You know what? I uh, just bought me a uh, bought me a '66 El Camino, and I'm going to be building that. And I don't really care too much about football. Um, I get beat up enough in them trucks. I can't believe them guys running to each other with a football in their hand. That's it's too much pain for me to watch. On and, purpose. And El Camino, you'd, you'd you'd race trucks all the time. I would think you'd get a a fifty five Chevy, one of those box fifty uh, fives uh, or fifty six or fifty sevens. No, I just ended up finishing a sixty nine Chevelle two years ago, and uh, I'm helping a buddy of mine put a sixty eight together right now, Firebird. So I I figured I better. I've been looking for a sixty six and found one in. Uh, Texas and no no rust, so I'm going to have some fun. Year one's going to help me with that and Chevrolet, and we're going to make this thing look pretty good. You going to put a, a big block in it? Yeah, i got to put a big block. 502, man, that's the only way to go. Do you have pictures oh, wow. of these on your site? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I even got the picture done of the of the Chevelle I've finished. Uh, I haven't, uh, everybody thinks I'm not done with it, but I'm done with it, so I'm not going to let everybody know I'm keeping them in suspense. 
Nice. Ron Hornaday, NASCAR Truck Series winner from Illinois, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. Coming up, you've got... Illinois? Oh, from Gateway. Gateway, yeah. I, I got the damn... I didn't say Illinois either. Well, it's kind of St. Louis. It, that's, that's... I don't know. It's always a controversy. That's It's sort of... It's outside St. Louis. Put it that way. Okay. Well, whatever. you got New Hampshire coming up and, of course, Las Vegas. Ronald C. Hornaday, keep benefiting from that uh, Speed Freaks mojo and let Vincent know that he's got some negative Speed Freaks mojo that he might need, need, need to take care of. Well, I appreciate that. Make sure you give him a lot of it. I need like eight eight races worth. So, <laughs> all right, Ron, I'll, go I'll, go take that Chevy to Victory Lane for us, man. I appreciate. it. I'm getting dizzy. My wife's sitting there running the grandkid around in a stroller trying to get her to sleep, and she's going in circles around me. So, <laughs> I thought I heard something in the background. Does it, got, does it have a bow tie logo on it? Sure does. Damn it. See, this is the only man. uh, Listen to this, Freak Nation. This is the only man in America who's not an NFL fan. So this is history-making conversation right here. Jesus. Uh, you know what? I do watch it. We always have a Super Bowl party oh, and all on, that. Ron, so I don't can't, let us I can't down. say that. You just, you just you gave the, the great thing out there. Now, don't back out on us. You, you stood well, up no, for Harvick. You know, and... I don't watch it every every weekend and all that. And I'll, I'll throw one in there. Hey, the, the Panthers. Let me just... Lenny just said it was a reason to have a party, so. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there, there you go. go. All right. Hey, the Panthers kicked some serious tail today, didn't they? Not really. They won in the last, with the last two seconds over San Diego. But that's kicking some tail? Okay. All right. <laughs> Ron, hey, you know, I figured out, we, we started, uh, my wife's starting to build these cornhole things. You ever heard of a cornhole? Oh, yeah. oh yes. A piece of wood with a hole in it. Oh, yeah. I love that corn- game. I'm telling you, we've been playing it. I'm going to be professional. I mean, I think that's what I'm going to take up when I retire. Actually, that's a big game at Lake Norman. My brother has a house on Norman, and, and every time I go there, we play that. I love that game. When you get back here, you got to come by. I think your brother lives across the lake from me because I keep hearing him all the time. Just, just to play cornhole with Ron <laughs> to <play> Hornaday. Cornhole. <laughs> uh, I shouldn't have said anything. Should I? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, because we'll talk to you about it in Texas when we see you. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. You got you it, Ronnie. It. We'll see you, dude. Bye, Lindy. Bye. Later. Bye. All right. Ron Hornaday, NASCAR Truck Series winner, who almost had a first in here. Not an NFL fan, but he yeah, said oh, he'll he break finally, one out every now and yeah, then. Yeah, he finally uh, acquiesced there at the end. Well, he, he never really said he was a fan. They just, he and Lindy, his wife, said it's a good excuse to have a party. Yeah, well. And that's, you know, that's okay. That's good enough. They have a lot of guys that do say they're Panther fans, unless they come from another part of the country, you know. Not a lot of Raider fans in the garage uh, at NASCAR. But <laughs> most of them are uh, Carolina Panther fans, you know, because most of them live right there in Charlotte, the around Carolina. team has only been there six years or yeah, more? A little more than that, I believe. Not sure. Oh. But it's not like it's, I mean, it's, it, it was one of the expansion teams, and that city never had anybody to wrap their arms around. So, yeah, that's why the drivers, I mean, that's that was huge when the team came to Charlotte. All right, guys, this is what we've got coming up. We're going to talk more about the IndyCar championship that came down, again, to the last few laps. It was the, from what I understand, it was the closest finish in IndyCar history. No. Well, it was the closest finish in all of racing history. Okay. <laughs> Which well, includes in, IndyCar. That includes IndyCar. Sorry. Mm. Well, I just think that's pretty significant. I what, mean, one one-thousandth? Is that here's, what you said? Here's what happened. And I'm hearing from people that are texting us who were at the race, and they said they were confused because their eye, they're saying that their eye told them that they could see that Elio won. I don't know how their eye could tell them that. I mean, if you're sitting there, it looks like the exact same. But then the pylon said that Dixon won. Then they get home, and they find out that Elio won. I mean, it was it was damn close. They had to even do a review on TV. It kind of depends on where the timing and scoring sensor is on the car, apparently. They're not on the same place in each car, and maybe that's why Scott's sensor tripped 
before Elio's did, but obviously Elio's knows when you see it in slow-mo, cross the line first. It's, I don't know, it's confusing. Kind of wow. wacky. That is that is a bit crazy. That's almost as bad. Did you hear what happened on the F1 race today? Yeah, I'll get to that in my news and yeah. notes. I mean, that was that was controversy. Like controversy. That's the that's the least you could controversy in Speed Freaks pits. Jeez, yeah. I mean, that Kidding was me? like wild. The guy gets up there and well, we'll explain. Yeah, it he later. he uh, crossed the finish line first, right? Yeah, yeah. But they, they but had to then... go back to some weirdness that he didn't let Kimi pass uh. at the right place. And it, the explanation was worse than the so-called offense. It was it was bad. It was it was real bad. You know, if I, if well, it I, took two hours after the race for them to declare who the winner was in F one. Yeah, in another in another life, I wore a pretty cynical hat in newsrooms. And if I was going to wear that cynical hat today, I'd say that there's a little cynicism going on <laughs> with old Max Mosley. <laughs> Oh, yeah, loaded. All right, maybe we'll hit, maybe we'll hit a little bit of that next segment. Coming up, we we get it's it's, it's, it's coming up cynicism. Pits. The speed freaks pits. <laughs> got some giveaways, some speed zone gift certificates to give away, some fat heads sunglasses. Who knows what else is going to happen in here? Oh, I got the latest from one of the alleged biggest whiners in NASCAR. You might have heard it on the ESPN and seen it on the ESPN broadcast. And amidst all this political stuff that's going on, the start of football, I've got the best soundbite, one of the one of the highlights of the last couple of weeks that really tops anything that we've seen or heard, again, from politics to motorsports to professional football. I've got that coming up here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Got it's got to cra- be Sarah Palin. Nothing is bigger than Palin or Obama it's, it's right now. It's much bigger than those two. Got Crash Titus Pit News and Notes, your stat man scat coming up and more coming up. Speed Freaks Pits in the Lucas Oil Studios. Racer Magazine. Oh, groovy, baby. Hey, where are the white women at? Freaks. Well, that chase for the championship has now started in NASCAR Sprint Cup and the NHRA. But in IndyCar, the championship ended today. Don't worry, yes, we still have an Australia race to go. But the overall championship did end today with the closest finish in all of racing history. Scott Dixon may have lost the race by one thousandth. I think I have that right. It doesn't sound like enough, but... Regardless, he might have lost the race. He got second place to Elio Castroneves, but he won the championship, the million-dollar bonus, the girl. Well, he already had the girl. And he became the fourth driver in a row to win the Indy 500 and the championship in the same year. Now, think about this, guys. Moving forward, it is extremely doubtful that we're going to see the same winner, the Indy 500 and the championship, in the same year for a long time. We just did it four years in a row, and I think it's going to be pretty hard to do going forward. In Indy Lights, Ari Leindyke Jr. took the win, and his teammate Rafa Matos solidified the championship. Now, Rafa won the Atlantic's championship last year, was guaranteed a champ car ride, champ car folded, so he came over to Indy Lights, won that championship this year, and nothing is set for him yet for next year. Where is he going to go? The jury's still out. Give that guy an Indy car ride. In NASCAR, Ron Hornaday, you just heard from him, he commanded the truck race in Gateway, and Jimmy Johnson was the winner in Cup. Casey Kane was the man not making the chase. Oh, Formula One in Belgium ended today. Massa, the winner. Seven out of ten. Danica Patrick fans know the alphabet. Whatever. Sneakers. 
Motorsports Radio Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, formula stop slip, hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Freak Nation, backed by popular demand, it's the Continental Tire Ultimate Adventure. Purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, excluding taxes, fees, and road hazard policies, and you'll receive a Navigon 2000S GPS Navigator. That's right. Load up four Continental tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll take home a sweet GPS from Navigon. It's the ultimate adventure from the official tire of the Freak Nation, Continental Tires. This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You got Statman, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. Your freaking hotline, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. You can text us. Text the word FREAK. And your message to 25827. We're getting a lot of welcome back messages. Nice. I've been so gone a couple of weeks. You. And I'm going to, within the next, uh, maybe next 30 minutes, I'm going to play for you, Freak Nation, the sound bite for the last two weeks. Stat's been out of town. Crash has been out of town. I've been out. We had a couple of best of shows that ran. And so much went down. You know, Obama brings in Biden. McCain brings in Palin. The NFL season starts this weekend. College is in full swing. Your chase was finalized this afternoon in... Stock cars. NASCAR. Sprint Cup. Richmond. (laughs) In Richmond. (laughs) I'm like, what are you trying to get at? In Richmond. Of course, NHRA. You had the Nationals. IndyCar Championship. But there's one thing that came... There's one thing that came... Matter of fact, wheels, let's just get this ready. Huh? There's there's one thing I I'm just going to get to it right now because not Alan Johnson's barbecue not Alan Johnson's barbecue the the uh, new owner or co-owner of the uh, oh 
Abu Dhabi. Al Anabi, Anardi, or whatever it is. A Middle Eastern sheik is coming into drag racing. So this is this is my point. All this has gone on in the last two weeks, and and again we've had some speed freaks best ofs running with the holidays and so forth. It has to be Palin's comment about it is not Palin's. No, it's not lipstick on a pig or Biden and Biden and Obama talking about change. And we may get into that a little bit of uh, politics and motorsports here. We may get into that, but this is just something. I was, you know, skirting, skirting and scooting and skipping through all these TV channels, all right? <laughs> and I don't know, stat, crash, there's some th- things that'll grab you, whether it's a nude woman on TV or if there's a car or if there's a commercial or <laughs> a okay. Smiling Bob commercial that might get somebody excited. But Hey, that, that company, by the way, the Smiling exactly. Bob, they had to pay out Smiling millions, Bob, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. They got sued and they had to pay. And I think the CEO went to jail. Ooh. Yeah, but there's one thing. There's there's one thing that really caught my ear. That <laughs> the CEO ain't smiling. <laughs> See where we've gone in the last two yeah, minutes. It ain't, okay, it okay, ain't smiling, Bob. <laughs> I think his name is Bob. <laughs> you know, David Starr ran with that yes. sponsor on his uh, Bush series two or three years ago because David Starr was a smiling Bob. Yeah, and I don't think David Starr would need that product. I didn't get that one. 360 OTC, they sort of disappeared yeah. from there NASCAR, gone. too. Yeah. So there's, there's one sound, sound bite <laughs> that, uh, that came up within these last two weeks. Again, beyond all the politics, beyond all the football, all the motorsports, there's one thing that really grabbed me by the behind and said this, this pretty much sums up the last two weeks of Speed Freaks running best ofs, or Speed Freaks being out of the Lucas Oil Studios. There's one sound bite. One and only soundbite that really summed up. Forrest Lucas and opening Lucas Oil Stadium. It, even bigger than lo- opening up Lucas Oil Stadium. Bigger than I that. don't think there's anything bigger than that. Even bigger th- than James Bubba Stewart winning every moto in a row in the AMA Outdoor Series. Hmm. Even bigger than that, Stan. Bigger than Maladin losing his $50 <gasps> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Maladin bigger, getting disqualified. Bigger than that. Bigger than Gary Selzy not making the countdown oh wow bigger than that that's nothing bigger than that so if i will i, I want to play for you the biggest soundbite out of the last couple of weeks here in the lucas oil studios zach thomas isn't a fool he hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him so there it is that is probably the biggest <laughs> that's what? <laughs> what one more time wheels zach thomas isn't a fool he hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. Now, that's what? the voice that you hear on NFL films, that you hear the big, elaborate, educated voice. <laughs> Zach Thomas isn't a fool. He hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. Hey, this is Matt Lamb with Dixie Chopper. Hey, wait a minute. That, that gotta, is not we, right. We couldn't put those two. The juxtaposition of those two sound bites is not. We gotta. We gotta put a disclaimer. Although in Matt Land would like his ass muscles pulled for him. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper. Wait, 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 Zach wait, wait. Thomas isn't a fool. He hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. Okay. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper. <laughs> Zach, the, it's the no, Dallas it's, Cowboys. It's no mistake that I'm a Cowboy fan, and on Hard Knocks oh, on HBO, oh. that's oh, what yeah. that sound bite's from. <laughs> Oh, really? Zach right. Thomas, who that's played right. for Miami and played for several other teams, is now on the Cowboys, and the players were giving him some grief about chasing down one of the younger players, and someone yells, hey, Zach, don't pull an ass muscle. So they show the next shot of him <laughs> getting his, his legs stretched by his trainer, and the VO guy is I just perfect. that, as a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, I did see that. That soundbite didn't grab you knocks. bigger than anything Palin yeah, said? That was 15 soundbites ago, you know? <laughs> you know? 
once you see the once you see the governor of an American state raise a gun and declare war on the rest of the world, everything else sort of it's bigger than this one. Zach Thomas isn't a fool. He hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. That's bigger than any chase, any countdown, in dry, even the one thousandth of a second finish in IndyCar. This is bigger than that. Wheels. Zach Thomas isn't a fool. He hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. Don't you wish you had it's... someone to pull your ass muscles for you, Statman? As a matter of fact, <laughs> let's not go into that one. That's a, that's I think a whole what makes it issue. funny is just the serious voice talking about ass muscles. It's, it's that big NFL voice. you know. <laughs> Speaking of hard knocks in Dallas. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Should you challenge the freak nation as to what's a better soundbite than that right now? Oh man! Maybe we could have somebody have a mail <laughs> in, have a mail Text in soundbites this week, and then we'll have uh, there you go. We'll <gasps> have a soundbite off next week. Soundbite <laughs> off. <laughs> there you go, Freak Nation. Send us a soundbite better than that. I dare you. I dare you. I dare you. Pit crew at speedfreaks.tv. A soundbite better than that. We'll have a soundbite off. <laughs> or next you could text week. the word "freak" and your soundbite okay. off to two five eight two seven. Is there anything in motorsports? I've got one that may rival that that came from Tony Stewart this afternoon, courtesy of ESPN. I've got that that's also coming up within the show. But is there anything better than getting your ass muscles pulled (laughs) than Zach Tom? Anything in motorsports? I'm sorry. That just caught me, man. That just caught me. 866-937-3257. That's 8669-FREAKS. Or text the word FREAK and your sound bite off, according to Statman. To two five eight two seven. Anything in motorsports that, that has happened the last couple of weeks bigger than that? Gosh, I know. Man, I know Gary. Dinsham, a soundbite. I don't Gary know. Gary Dinsham making the chase and Gary uh, they, sells he not. And Gary sells he not. <laughs> I mean, and or uh, <clears throat> you know, we, we got to we got to talk about that off the air. There's another one <laughs> that came up. We can't we can't bring that up on the air. Wow. All right, got some giveaways for you, Freak Nation. You're listening to us here in Southern California. You know of Speed Zone just off the 60 in the city of industry. They've got all kinds of tracks for you guys to check out. They've got little drag racers. They've got uh, electric cars. They've got it all at Speed Zone. In fact, log on to speedzone.com, and you could partake in this. they got yeah, four this racing tracks. unsolicited. Right. That drag racing thing. You can't have oh, more it's fun. Hot. Yeah. You cannot have more fun than that yeah. drag racing. They're thing. real dragsters that go, I think, zero to seventy. Yeah, zero to seventy in under four seconds. Yeah, I mean, you, you can get you a couple sound bite offs yeah, there. You can, you can have. You, can, you can't have more fun than that. There was some guy years ago, some guy from Alaska that challenged. Remember that, Kenny? Mm-hmm. Some guy from Alaska that challenged me. We had the stat man had to set him down and teach him a thing or two about guessing on the tree. <laughs> Remember that? This guy, he, he went away and didn't say much after that. But you can't have more fun yeah. than there's like six of them. And the the second one is used to be the fastest. Now, I don't know Easy if they changed now? If they changed the rule. But the second one was the fastest. And the slowest <laughs> one was at number six, way down at the end. That was the... But those those were huge fun. Those are a lot. Of fun. Stats talking, of course, the dragsters there at Speed Zone. Of course, you have Electric Alley, state of the art game room. And don't forget, of course, the Speed Zone Cafe at Speed Zone uh, here in Southern California, just off well, the sixty, City of Industry. I'm what? sure it's the same as the Speed Zone in our Dallas affiliate and the Speed Zone in our Atlanta affiliate. Let's be honest, the one in Los Angeles, they're spending the money. Well, I know, yeah, but for the <laughs> others that are listening. <laughs> I mean, seriously, speed zone is a speed they, they zone is a speed somebody, zone. They need somebody to 
pull their muscles for them. Their ass muscles. I got two $25 gift certificates to participate in all this madness at Speed Zone in Southern California, by the way, off the 60 and city ministry here in Southern California. Let's make a caller six and seven, but... Who talks about ass muscles. (laughs) Oh, man. Come on. That would be funny for our phone screener. That would be really funny. Yeah, who... Okay. Who... You know what? I'm just going to give it away. I'm just going to give it away. Who is this announcer talking about? The damn name's in it, but it's going to be quick. Who is this announcer talking about pulling his own ass muscles? I'm down with homosexuality. The first two calls who tell us who this player is. On the Dallas Cowboys. On the Dallas Cowboys. You get yourself a $25 gift certificate from Speed Zone. Oh, man. But you have to be in L.A. Wheels, go ahead. Zach Thomas isn't a fool. He hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. All right. Whose ass muscles are getting pulled? First two callers. I'm going to give you a $25 gift ticket from Speed Zone. More freaks coming up. Zach Thomas isn't a fool. He hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models. Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Freak Nation, I know you're familiar with Lucas Oil for your trucks and automobiles, but did you know Lucas has your motorcycle oil too? For years, Lucas has been blending high-performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry. That led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street. If you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt, get Lucas high-performance motorcycle oil today. Check out lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time to strip off those outer layers and wear nothing but freak wear. Guys, go get the most popular t-shirt and let the ladies ask you this summer. Got freak? And ladies, get ready to flaunt your top sides in Speed Freak's good-looking cap sleeves and short sleeves. And feel free to make it an entire ensemble with the Speed Freak's thongs. Go get it now, Speed Freaks, at speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv and hit the Freakwear button for your warm weather Freakwear. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great hand and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. This 
Freakin' segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. You're back with Statman, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Of course, the winner, the winning name for... The ass muscle pull is Zach Thomas from Dallas Cowboys from the HBO series Hard Knocks. And we're asking people to send in a better sound bite than that. It's true. It's not a whole lot better than that. Crash, you got some information, updated information on the IndyCar finale. Is that right? Yes. After careful review of scoring and timing, it is now not the closest finish in IndyCar history and not the closest finish in racing history. It is now three thousandths of a second. Actually, point zero zero three three around 12 inches was the actual finish that makes it the second closest finish in indycar history the closest being point zero zero two four when sam hornish beat al jr in 2002 so that's where we stand there and get this this is rather interesting you guys a fan of danica patrick or maybe the other female in the series milka duno here's a little factoid for you with the five laps that Milka led today, that's Milka Duno, she led one more lap than Danica Patrick led this season. If you Damn. would have thought at the, oh be- at the beginning of the season that Milka Duno would actually lead more laps than wait, Danica wait, Patrick. Wait, wait. yeah, I am the prince. has huh? led more laps today than Danica did that all season? All season, yes. Wow. Oh, God. There's a freaking factoid yeah. for you. That'll get you. That'll get you a beer or two in a bar, won't, wouldn't it? How about that, man? Seriously, I'm, wow. yeah. That's no. If, would you ever believe that? No. Danica Patrick's the the woman of all women in motorsports, and she, and Milka Duno just outdid her today. So I wonder who's going to be throwing the towel now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think the two of them are going to have a towel throwing contest at that? some point in the near future? Well, I, I dare Milka to just say say something to her the next time they have a little cat fight in the pits. Well, I've led more laps than you. We're talking about Milka Duno and Danica Patrick, two female drivers in the IndyCar series. Of course, I don't care if you're driving a truck with bread in it or if you're sitting behind an accounting module. The hell does that mean? Huh? I don't know. But you know who Danica Patrick is. You don't know who Milka Duno is. Well, if you like big breasts, you do. No, you don't. You don't know who Milka Duno is. Let me see if we can. You know, Stat, how can we, someone who's an NBA fan or an NFL fan, how can we, how can we, uh, O- open their eyes to that. I could you say her to somebody? Yeah, in, uh, how could you say you know Danica Patrick? Granted, she well, she's won a race, but I don't know. Maybe she might be the Venezuelan <laughs> Serena Williams. <laughs> Who Milka? Yeah, <laughs> the Venezuelan. She's that man's got sex Serena. and good looks on his mind again. She's not I'm as t- tall as Serena, but uh, <laughs> you know some of the other parts. Fit. Serena's got long, big legs that you like. Milka's a little yeah. short. So yeah, Milka, Milka Duno, she, Danica Patrick, whether she, you believe she's lived up to the hype or not, that's not the point. The point is, is this woman, Milka Duno, has, has never won a race. She's never finished, what, in the top 10, top 15? She's probably never finished in the top 10. Probably never Certainly finished in the on the lead lap. No, she's oh, finished in the lead on. lap, but she's probably never finished in the top 10. In the Today, she finished 14th, one lap down. So she has led more laps than Danica Patrick in the 2008 season. That's huge. That's big. <laughs> that's 
That is sucks. Mammoth. That's mammothly huge. Yeah. I hope somebody tells you that. And especially, you know, Danica has stormed into people's pits to chase down Ryan Briscoe and Dan and, Weldon, you know, last Dan year. Weldon, and stomped around and done all that she's going to do. Got into that big shouting match. I'm going to tell Bar- Brian Barnhart on you, and I'm going to. And, and that gonna, was with Milka this year. Yeah, and I'm going to. And she ended up throwing her towel, and you know, and it just wow. We're talking about Milka Duno and Danica Patrick in the IndyCar Series. It wrapped up this afternoon. Scott Dixon, your IndyCar champion. Elio Castroneves rocking it out at the second spot. Elio Castroneves needed to finish, what, seven or eight spots ahead of yes. of Dixon to win the championship? Well, eight. he had to win. He had to win and lead the most laps, and Dixon had to finish... Ninth or worse. Ninth or worse. He had to finish beyond or past right. eighth, yeah. Now, this is completely different than what happened in the Formula One race. Where was that? Oh, Belgium. Uh, in Belgium, Spa. And without really confusing people that have no idea who Milka Duno is or IndyCar Series versus Formula One, if Statman can get pretty succinct with what happened in well, the what, Formula what, One race. Lewis Hamilton is leading the race. Lewis Hamilton is leading the race. He goes off the course, and for you NASCAR fans, it'd be kind of like passing somebody below the yellow line. The rule is mm-hmm. that if you go, if you short the course, you got to let the guy that you passed get back around you, which he did. He, but he jumped in behind the guy and passed him on, repassed him on the next corner. In the it, while racing during the course, that's of the, fine, yeah, right? During the, you would think, but the uh, uh, the FIA, the governing body of international motorsports, the Formula One people, said that uh, he couldn't do that. Ugh. Docked him twenty five points, and uh, after it's like two hours after the race, docked him twenty five. Seconds. seconds. Docked him 25 seconds, and that dropped him from winning the race to finishing third and from being eight points ahead in the championship to being only two points ahead in the championship. But see, Statman, this is this is the hook here. This is what I like. You put on your conspiracy theorist hat, and Max Mosley, who's who's, who's the, the guy the that – let's, let's put it out there. Max Mosley is the guy who was allegedly caught with – Prostitutes in his room, dressed up as Nazis. Oh, allegedly, Cody. They had videotapes. I'm just trying to freaking save our ass with the way lawsuits are nowadays. It's on YouTube. Max Mosley. Go to YouTube. You can see that Max Mosley was caught with prostitutes dressed up as Nazis. This is the guy who runs the FIA, the governing body for all of motorsports in Europe and then some. And Statman seems to think Max Mosley kind of has it out just for Lewis Hamilton or the team or what, Stat? I think think he's got it out for Lewis Hamilton. Uh, Why is that? Because Lewis is a nice guy. <laughs> and Max Mosley's the kind of guy that everyone thought this, everyone outside of this little committee that kept him in the FIA thought the guy would be gone. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. You would think so if he'd have gotten caught. Imagine if, I don't know, the. the Goodall from the NFL. Yeah, or if uh, Brian France. The head of NASCAR here in the United States, uh, that's the, roughly the equivalent, mm-hmm. Max Moses, the head of the FIA for all motorsports internationally. Uh, if uh, the Brian France was caught on videotape with some prostitutes dressed as Nazi officers, that would have been... <laughs> dressed as anything. Yeah, that would have been something that would at least would have required him to... A step aside. There would have been an enormous amount of pressure for him to step aside as the head of 
NASCAR. Oh, absolutely. Now, now that hasn't happened. We don't even want to, but that's just the equivalency. Right. We don't want to imply that that has happened or will happen or could happen. We're just saying that's the equivalency of Max Mosley, a powerful man in international motorsports, and Brian France, a, a powerful man in American motorsports. Uh, Max Mosley was caught with his hand in the cookie jar, so to speak. <laughs> what a cookie jar. His cookie jar muscles. had a swastika on it, man. <laughs> Stretching what? muscles, just like Zach Thomas. So you're basically saying, though, that, that Max Mosley, this man who's just had quite a year, you think he's got it out for Lewis Hamilton, and, and two hours after Lewis Hamilton crossed the finish line first, he docks him 25 points for him. Yeah, he just he claims when, that that was an illegal maneuver. Just when uh, uh, Lewis was starting to build towards a championship for the second straight year. Last year, right. he took himself out of it with some dumb driving at the end of the season. Last race, yeah. And uh, last two races. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the... Uh, this year, he started. He's got more uh, maturity, and he's driving better, and he's winning races, and driving at the front, and winning the pole, and so forth. And maybe they thought, and again, this is a you know what conspiracy theorist might say, like me, wow. uh, would say that uh, you know maybe he's getting too good, and we have to need some help in keeping him from winning the championship. Does race play into this? Because he is black, and yeah. he's the only black driver in F one. Yeah, he's one of the only black drivers in all international motorsports. And I know how... <laughs> yeah, give me another series. Of anybody Other that, than James Stewart. Besides yeah. motocross, yeah. 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 Well, uh, and, and I know how... And I still don't get it, but I know how black soccer players are portrayed over in Europe. They're still not kind to black soccer players, which drives me in, nuts. Especially in Spain. That, in, yeah. in, yes. in Spain. Don't go all off on oh, really? Europe. Okay. Spain yeah. is just... Spain is like the, the hub of... But yeah, do you think that, that that mentality is what Max Mosley has? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. That's, that's such a shame for a man <laughs> in this like, position. Now, that here's is a shame. something that's going to bring a huge amount of uh, of uh, stuff into the freak nation. But I think even in the United States, I, I can't think of any decision made in America that doesn't have a racial component to it. So it would be, it would be far from me oh God, this to election say coming up. that you know, it wouldn't have some sort of racial component when suddenly a black man shows up with the skill set that uh, Lewis Hamilton has and weirdness starts to happen two hours after the race when he's on his way to winning a we championship. We need some conspiracy theory music for a stat man. When we'll continue, 86-69 Freaks. We'll, we'll, we'll get more into this conversation. We'll also talk about Allegedly, one of the biggest whiners in NASCAR that's in the chase, and he's whining again. Speaking of conspiracies, (laughs) more freaks coming up next. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright Future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Investors, today's economic and political instability means it's more important than ever for you to create financial protection and upside potential. How can you do it? with an investment in gold. I'm Mark Alberian, president of Goldline, the nation's trusted source for gold and silver since 1960. 
Our clients have seen gold and silver more than double in the last three years, and many experts are predicting even greater increases. We make it easy for you to add gold and silver to your portfolio for as little as $1,000. I'm talking about real gold and silver, shipped to you with no sales tax or delivery fees. Find out how gold can protect you from inflation, a falling dollar, and world unrest. Call Goldline right now and I'll send you a free investor's kit and CD. Call Goldline at 1-800-357-1382. Call Goldline right now for your free investor kit and CD. Call 1-800-357-1382. That's 1-800-357-1382. Well, you know the saying, now is as good a time as any, even when it comes to mowing your lawn. But for Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower, now is a better time to buy than, well, next year. Just like car dealerships, Dixie Chopper wants to sell their 2008 models to make room for the 09s. But for you, you'll get them at a lower price. Propane, residential, or commercial, Dixie Chopper has all the right choices. Hit up the website, DixieChopper.com now. Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks is brought to you by Budweiser and the Casey Kane number 9 Budweiser Dodge Charger. Budweiser, great American lager. You're back with Statman, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Your freaking hotline, 86 69 freaks 866-937-3257. Or text the word FREAK and your message to 25827. Text the word FREAK and your message to clubs. Statman, every now and then when you head out to uh, Irwindale Speedway here in Southern California, California Speedway, when we don't, we're not granted access into the media area to get some of that great grub, we like a little sausage at the track, a little good old sausage. Nothing ever beats the sausage that Selzy gave us that one night <laughs> when we were at his uh, motor home at the in Pomona. Jeez, that, remember that? That was like seven, I'd, eight years ago. It was, it was a, a long, long time, time ago. ago. I've never was, forgotten that because we, we were, we're close to Gary now. Right. But then it was like you know Mr. Selzy, and he said, "Go back there and help yourself." And I was hungry. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. Like Stat says, man, racing and sausage. You know, some good old wieners there and sausage. Got to have them. Oh boy. So, according to Triple F and the weird freaking news, a burglar who broke into a home just east of Fresno, it's here in California. Yeah, Selzy Cuddy. They're speaking of Selzy. Just east of Fresno, rubbed spices over the body of one of two men as they slept in their rooms and then used an eight inch sausage to whack the other man in the face and head before he ran out of the house, according to Fresno sheriffs and deputies. Lieutenant Barramont of Fresno County said a suspect was found hiding in a nearby field a few minutes later and taken into custody on suspicion of residential robbery. And they don't mention anything about getting what beaten by they, a sausage. What? what did he rob? <laughs> he robbed the man of his dreams? <laughs> <laughs> it seems the man ran out of the house wearing only a T-shirt, boxer shorts, and socks, leaving behind his wallet and his ID after he was trying to beat these guys with a sausage. <laughs> what? <laughs> Both victims, they were farm workers, told the deputies they were wakened by a stranger applying spices to one of them and striking the other with a sausage. Both the spices and the sausage, the deputy said, reportedly were obtained from the victim's kitchen. After the man fled, the victims discovered the home had been ransacked and they had some money taken. Berman said the money was recovered, but the pieces of the sausage used in the attack was discarded by the suspect and eaten by dogs. Maybe it's the beer talking. Oh, I think boy. that is the beer talking. Oh, know. boy. That's like the stories that you hear from England late at night on the wire service where, you know, some 
some monster comes out of the the moat or something, you know. I mean, but this is Fresno, which you know yeah, there are some things yeah, up there. There's that, some weirdness in Fresno. Proud to be an American. Now this it gets even better with the weird freaking news. You're working on your car, you got butts, butts, bolts and nuts lying around. <laughs> you rolled into Home Depot, Lowe's, wanting to get some big old nuts or bolts for your car, for your motorcycle. I like butts better. Speaking of the the weirdness in the other countries, this involves more nuts. Malaysia man gets nut stuck in delicate place. Listen, yeah, exactly. Oh. A Malaysian Ouch. welder had to have a nut removed from around his penis oh, after an God. attempt to lengthen it before he engaged. Before he before he engaged next week. What the hell? Before he engaged next week. It, Oh, before his engagement the next week, it all went embarrassingly wrong, he said. The nut got stuck on his penis following an erection, the Star newspaper reported. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A nut. An automotive nut. Yeah, an automotive nut. Got stuck around his penis. Got around his penis. He must be pretty small. It said the fire and rescue department were also involved in trying to remove the nut from the unnamed welder who was in his 20s and hoped the nut would... (laughs) He hoped the nut would weigh down his penis to make it longer. Okay, okay, so you're not talking about his nut. Crash, you don't need to really get into too much explanation here. Okay. The point is this he's guy... he's not Club Uno, is, is bottom this, line what this, I'm saying. No, it's not, it has okay. nothing to do with okay. his testicles. This guy okay. went and got him a freaking nut at Home Depot and... It better be a wrong it around, one. Wrong it, just stop it with the analytical <laughs> comparisons. Just put it around his freaking penis, man. And again, this is that weirdness that comes out of Europe. Isn't well, that what an ock ring is? No, it's not. So, according to Triple F Weird Freaking News, man, there's a couple of big old stories for you. I'm sure you can find those on the net, man. A dog who eats a sausage after it just pistol whipped a couple of dudes in Fresno, California, and then a man gets a freaking nut stuck on his penis in Malaysia. Only here in the Speed Freaks pits. And, of course, in wheels, you have the uh, stretched ass muscle with uh, Zach Thomas, right? Zach Thomas isn't a fool. <laughs> he hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. So there him. it is. Freak oh, yeah. Nation. 8669-FREAKS. 866-937-3257. Now, Kenny, you have worked with TV producers and editors. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine if you were Stat, man, you are a TV producer. doing your track. Right. And you took it to an editor with that line. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you would be able to float that by anybody that you've ever worked with in life and to get that in a package? Zach Thomas isn't a fool. He hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. And even more than that, could you read that? With a straight face. That's what's so beautiful about that is that's that big, bigger than God voice for the NFL. Do you think that he read it the first time and, and that was the first take and he got through no. it without without breaking up? <laughs> well, the only thing, the only thing better than that would have been John Facinda reading that line. Oh. Can you imagine that big voice God of John Facinda yeah. reading yeah. that line? Oh, that, that's true. Look, okay, this is my line. I want to talk about some guy's ass muscle being stretched on three, two, one. Zach Thomas isn't a fool. He hires someone to pull his ass muscles for him. Listen, butt face. Hey, speaking of that butt face thing, oh. I'm hearing that Gene Simmons is getting sued over an IndyCar deal. Yeah, he is. Uh, yep. Somebody, uh, part, a guy that got cut out of the deal, supposedly. Allegedly, he claims he got Yikes. cut out of the deal is suing Gene Simmons. Okay, here we go. One of the biggest whiners to some out there yeah. in NASCAR is uh, Tony Stewart, driver of the number 
20 Home Depot NASCAR Sprint Car. Oh, Sprint bring Cup it. Team. I love his whining. Bring it. A lot of people say the guy whines. And, well, he may to some, and some and maybe it's just him speaking the truth. But this afternoon, following the race in Richmond, the final race before the chase, which begins next week in New Hampshire, Tony Stewart was going back and forth, back and forth with Jimmy Johnson to get his first win in like a year. Longer than a year. The 39 races. Tony Stewart has not won a race at all this year. However, he is in the chase. It's been a crappy year for him. Jimmy Johnson has won several races this year. And it was going back and forth, back and forth. And then the final pit stop, Jimmy Johnson, Tony Stewart coming to the pits. And Tony Stewart gets out late. And Jimmy Johnson takes the lead out of the pits and goes on to win the race. Tony and Jimmy Johnson were battling back and forth, but Jimmy Johnson had a little bit stronger car, better line, whatever the case is, and Jimmy Johnson wins the race. On ESPN, they go to the in-car camera, in-car audio, and Tony Stewart, Wheels, you got this ready? And Tony Stewart has a few comments about the race to his crew chief, Greg Zipidelli, who is not going with Tony Stewart to Tony Stewart's Sprint Cup team next year, and this may be one reason why. Because Tony Stewart may be off camera, out of the Speed Freaks pits, out of the Lucas Oil Studios, may be even more of a whiner to some than what we actually hear. Yeah, and the same Tony Stewart who had a big piece in Rolling Stone. Oh, that was good. Right. Yeah, but, uh, which I don't I don't want to get off track, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think that's the real Tony Stewart. At least that's not the Tony Stewart that we know. Yeah. The same I, guy yeah. that was in that article. This, but, is, yeah. this is Tony Stewart after today's race in Richmond, talking to his crew chief, Greg Zipidelli, about how he saw the loss or why they felt why he felt they lost the race at Richmond. Uh, good job, guys. We gave another one away today. Great job. Ten for a great attitude there, Smoke. We stalled it a couple times up the road and gave up spots. Remember, we win and lose as a team. It's a great effort, okay? It's enough of that crap. The difference is I got mine back. That is Tony Stewart talking to his crew chief, Greg Zipidelli. One more time, Wheels. Let's hear Tony Stewart with Greg Zipidelli following the Richmond race this afternoon in the Sprint Cup Series. Uh, Good job, guys. We gave another one away today. Great job. Ten for a great attitude there, Smoke. We stalled it a couple times up the road and gave up spots. Remember, we win and lose as a team. It's a great effort, okay? Enough of that crap. I got mine back. See, this is so big. Again, this is Tony Stewart with Greg Zipidelli following the Richmond race just before the chase gets heated next week with New Hampshire. This is one of the same Zipidelli who was with Tony when he won his two championships championships and is not going with him next year. Stewart Haas Racing. Now, this is one of those sound bites that I can tell you, man, AJ Foyt included, you just don't want getting out there. Yeah, and even if they, they have to know, first of all, that uh, the the media has access to these, and most of the fans have access mm-hmm. to these uh, the radios that they talk, oh, they communicate absolutely. back and forth with. Anything you say on the radio is public. It's for the public to listen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so they they have their private lines, but generally, if the television can hear it, you can hear it from the stands. So right. it, you know, it's it's unfair. As much as we like Tony, as much as I like Tony, uh, it's unfair to to you, you can't continue to say I was I was mad and you have to give me a pass for this. And we know that they just completed what four hundred laps or four hundred miles, however the gauge in this race. Tense race where he came right. in second and had a chance to win, and we he's know dying that for that win. He's dying for his first win in over a year, and all of the you know the who shot John about. 
you know, with right. whatever's going on. That some stuff, though, is just inexcusable. And as a professional, you need to have some control over what you say and how you say and it. We're talking about Tony Stewart, what he had to say to Greg Zipidelli. After we know that Zipidelli, Stewart, all the guys behind the wall, management, they bust their ass every week to win a race, to successfully get into the chase, which is the big pictures, to get into the chase. And selfishly or not, it's Tony Stewart talking to Greg Zipidelli once again following the Richmond race this afternoon on ESPN. Uh, good job, guys. We gave another one away today. Great job. Ben for a great attitude there, Smoke. We stalled it a couple times up at road and gave up spots. Remember, we win and lose as a team. It's a great effort, okay? It's enough of that crap. Difference is I got mine back. ES- ESPN went to Tony Stewart. Just a second, Crash. Went to Tony Stewart after the race, after he got out of the car, to the hauler, 15, 20 minutes later. Tony Stewart had calmed down but didn't mention anything about that. I wonder if he knew that that soundbite had gone out over the air. Well, he knows the people that... To because fans scan what what fans subscribe to they they can hear it he knows that fans are listening to his and he's radio one of the most popular guys exactly in, in the sport but I'm going to take the opposite opinion of you guys because damn it I love the attitude of Tony Stewart it's different maybe he shouldn't be saying those things maybe it's a hot headed temper but you know what that is him and there's no way to change somebody through therapy or anything you just can't change that and Tony is Tony and he's going to be that way and he's going to say those things and even Jim Hunter in that Rolling Stone article said that's Tony and that's one of the reasons we like him. So you know what? Let him say it. 80, I don't care if it's bad or not. 8669 Freaks. 866 937 3257. 8669 Freaks. Text the word freak and your message to 25827. But there's a point though, Statman, where okay, Home Depot's taken away. Your plane's taken away. All your houses are taken away. And then cut that out. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Wheels just, I, wasn't, bad word. I wasn't a you know, maybe I should watch my P's and Q's because uh, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, all these guys in the NFL, in the NBA, they get popped with microphones and the repercussions that they get from saying something like that, whether it's from the... Tony didn't say a cuss word. From, I'm not saying that. Whether it's from the team, the team boss, you don't cu- you don't cut your team like that on national television. You oh, don't cut on, them like the that. Oh, come on. Even the Colts did it before the Pro Bowl a couple years ago. It happened. It's just tempers in sports. It happens. And you're not going to change a guy that's as hot-headed as Tony Stewart. It doesn't make mean it's right, Crasher. I'm not saying that it means that. But, you know, I'm saying let him be himself. If you've got a problem with stat or with wheels, you don't do it on the air. You go, go in the back room and talk to him about it. You don't do it in front of... 75 million people. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> Tony <laughs> doesn't think that way, though, and he doesn't need to. He's. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I'm not a Tony Stewart apologist. I am a, a massive fan, mm-hmm. and I like Tony genuinely as a man. Uh, but I think that at some point you can't continue to say things. And he did. He backed way off of uh, that comment later when, on. In later on, when they talked to him, you had a chance to get out of the car and calm down and who knows who said what to whom okay so uh, he had a little bit of hindsight right there yeah, 2020 and, and he got and he you know he backed way off of it and said you know 
put the team into the deal and said we you know we we had some I made some mistakes everybody made some whatever he said but he backed off of that attitude when they talked to him later on and uh, you know maybe somebody had a chance to say something to him. Freak Nation, can you blame Tony Stewart for blaming his team for the loss? 86-69-FREAKS 866-937-3257 or text the word FREAK yes or no. You blame Tony Stewart yes or no. Text the word FREAK and your message to 25827. Crash status is hell no. No, Tony Stewart can say anything he wants to. Absolutely. I'm trying to put myself in his position and if I was all sweaty and gross and heartbeat at 170 beats per se- per minute yes my temper would go on especially if i'd had a crappy year and knowing that okay it's my fault sometimes team's fault the other time knowing that oh i made the laps up on the track but my team screwed me in the pits but if i'm a crew chief if I'm a, if I'm a head football coach and i'm talking to my player i'm talking to my driver and he screws up and turn four loses the race i don't get in his ear and go good job a-hole you lost the race for us and our sponsors how bad is that you know, I mean, if, but you might two days later. No, we've heard, we, won't. we've heard no. of even Ray Everham and other guys just pointing guys in the chest saying you effed up. Uh, that's yesterday. fine, but it's behind closed doors. They're not going on and sitting down in a press conference and going, you know, uh, Donovan McNabb really choked in the game this afternoon. He lost the game for us. You don't hear the coaches or the player or the the owners yeah, doing I bet, that. Crash. I bet none of the Packers last year when Brett Favre through the interception that took them out of the NFC Championship game, I bet none of them went and talked to the media and said, Brett blew it right. for us. Or Patrick Creighton. Patrick Creighton lost the game to the Giants and the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, 86-69 freaks. Tony Stewart in the wrong or the right? Let's hear Tony Stewart once again with Greg Zipidelli calling out his freaking crew chief on national television on ESPN. Go ahead, Wheels. Uh, good job, guys. We gave another one away today. For a great attitude there, Smoke. We stalled it a couple times up at road and gave up spots. Remember, we win and lose as a team. It's a great effort, okay? It's enough of that crap. Difference is, I got mine back. Now, I could say one thing here, because this is what I thought of when I first heard that. That he, the, the we that he talked about there could have been the collective we, including himself. And maybe it was Zippadelli that cranked it up interpreting uh, another it notch, interpreting it differently than, uh, you know, Tony could have said, we screwed up and gave away another one like we've, you know, you, me, everybody, as the team has been right. doing all year. And Zippadelli, not understanding the collective the we. we, you know, jumped down his throat saying, <laughs> you know, screw you, guy. <laughs> you know, the team we win as a team and lose as a team. So, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I don't want to sound like a Tony Stewart uh, apologist, but, you know, it's something that somehow, as an adult and a, and a, an executive, I mean, he's a track owner. He's going to be a team owner. He's uh, he's built relationships with sponsors and so forth. That's a point. Think if he, when he's team owning next year, Statman, as I pull a Jerry Tolliver and point at you, <laughs> Next year, what if what if what if Tony Stewart says Ryan Newman, you screwed it up on the headset or who on says national- he's not going to say that? I bet he does say that. I bet he he's, I bet, he's been in you, fights with Ryan Newman before. But a I'll couple of them you, pretty public. I bet you he'll say it behind closed doors. I bet you he won't say it at the racetrack. I don't think AJ Foyt's ever ever called out his drive. Well, oh, but again, wait a <laughs> AJ got into a fight with uh, Ari Ar- 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 He punched him in victory lane yeah, in Texas. Crash, you got some text. Derek in Boston texted us and said, "Hold on, let me go back to his." Derek in Boston says, "Tony's a whiner. No wonder Zippy's not going with him next year." 
And then we got my girl Bash in San Francisco saying Crash is right. He's like that, but it looks bad in public. Eighty six sixty nine freaks eight six six nine three seven thirty two fifty seven or text the word freak in your message to two five eight two seven. Stan and Temecula, you're on with Speed Freaks. Go ahead, Stan. Yeah, I just want to say this totally confirms everything that's been said about Stewart. I'm a long time I rush you off and uh, just this year I started rooting for Carl Ed- Carl Edwards. I was trying to find a driver that I could root for, but uh I, I like Tony Stewart, he's done everything. But man, that guy sure does whine a lot. How do you, Stan? Let me ask you this: How do then? How do you shut up a multi multi millionaire, whether it's a NFL or an NBA or or a, a NASCAR Sprint Cup driver? How do you shut these guys up? I don't know how you could do that. I mean, other than the fact that I mean, obviously his uh, his results have suffered this year, and he's having a bad year, so he's just trying to take it out on everybody else. He, he doesn't want to accept any blame on himself. I mean, I'm sure there's times they gave him a good car, and he could have went out there and done well. But he's done something to avoid that, or, you know, accidents happen, whatever. To put the blame on the team, that's not right. Yeah, well, Stan, he talks about when you have someone that calls out. Again, I don't care where you are, Crash Gladys. If you can man up, if you can sack up, if you can ovary up, and 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 take the take Blast the high road. No matter how heated it gets, granted there is a breaking point for everybody in this room Absolutely. outside listening. There's a breaking point. I know that. But Crasher, listen, I'm not going to go out and berate my kid in front of the entire team. I'm never. I would oh, never. Oh, oh, oh. Family's different, so don't put family into this. Okay, I'm not. Well, the team, a team what, is like a family. They mm-hmm. probably spend more time together than they spend with their own families. When I was when I was coaching soccer teams, I would I would never berate a kid in front of the team. If I had a problem with the way he was playing or his attitude, I'd take him in the woodshed. No, I'd take him behind the, the concession <laughs> stand and have a talk with him. That's what I would do. I would never berate a a, a person in front of the group. It's Again, just... it's different though. It's, it's it's slightly different because this is it's just it is a team sport. Motorsports is a team sport, but here we are talking about just such high adrenaline and such high I attitudes agree. at the end of the race that some personalities, albeit Tony Stewart, just can't turn that part of their personality off. And you know what? They say things that they might regret. He, according to the ESPN coverage, probably regretted it a couple minutes later. But still, Tony's Tony. When I when I first heard it on the, on the broadcast today, when I heard the we, my first inclination was the collective we. And uh, I didn't, you know. You didn't think much of it at the time. I didn't think much of it okay. until, okay. you know, a few seconds later oh. when Zipidelli you know, jump back down his throat and said, enough of that crap. Uh, you know, you know, and I, you it, know. it very well could be, like you said earlier, Zippy misinterpreting what Tony was trying to get across. Got, maybe that got worked out when uh, Tony went back and talked to him after the after the event, and he Tony was in a different mindset when he talked to the ESPN reporter well, it, in the pits later. It, on. it would be so big to me if I called out a teammate or my boss or my. A lot of times, pit crews, the, the cats that are in the, the driver's ears, that's um, not their koi pond. What I'm trying to say, that's their that's their mas, masseuse. That's the person to relax them to. What am I? What's the word I'm trying to? What, that's the person to talk therapist? soft in their ear, yeah, man. Yeah. What the hell am I trying to say, Stan? Yeah, I don't know. Therapist <laughs> yeah that's their therapist. Okay, that's yeah. their therapist to calm them down, to keep them even keel. 
and then to talk back to your therapist and hear maybe again this this may have been taken completely out of context but there's a lot of content in this context of calling somebody yeah. out now especially in in the with what's happened with tony leaving and zipadelli not going with him and tony right his attitude uh you know this his history his uh not winning in over a year do i hear conspiracy theory coming again some more but yeah and I, I i that was my when i first heard that right. i can certainly understand how people would take it the other way but my first inclination was the collective we when uh when he said <laughs> it's that. fired some people up Let's go to Dale in Texas. You're on with Speed Freaks. Go ahead, Dale. Daryl? Yeah. Hi. Uh, if he does start, why not just hit him in the head with the dirt claws? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he knows how Hold to on, shut Now, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I know. I'm out at Mesquite. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, that's one way to shut him up. Exactly. That's right. I remember Remember the whole dirt clod conversation we had a while ago. This is all right. <laughs> Just hurt him and hit him in the head with a dirt clod. That would certainly shut the guy up. Yeah, Tony is For a, a while. He, he knows For dirt tracks, bit. you know, and he's got dirt clods that have been in his past. Mark in Southern California. Go ahead, Mark. You're on with Speed Freaks. How you doing? I'm I'm not a big Tony Stewart fan, but regardless whether or not he's he's a whiner or not, I do some club racing. You don't ever rip your teammates in earshot of the public. If you got a problem with one of your teammates, you do it off the field, you do it in the locker room, you do it, you know, back in the garage, you don't do it over the radio. But what if you're not quite of that mentality and you are just known for being a hothead? Well, if you're a hothead, that's fine, but you still you couldn't do it by yourself. You got your crew chief, you got your mechanics, you got everybody there backing you up. Whether you're a hothead or not, you didn't get there alone. You needed their support. They need your support. You work as a team. You keep your mouth shut, and you take it back to the garage. All right. Well, Mark, well, Mark speaks from experience running on a club team. Yeah, but uh, Crash, you mentioned this earlier. You're a big Colts fan. The, the the big conversation that uh, Peyton Manning had about the kicker, uh, uh, what was his name? Uh, oh, not Hunter Smith. Who was our who was our field goal kicker? Yeah, the time? guy that when uh, you know he missed the field goal and uh, not Vinatieri. Yeah. No. It was. Uh, it's in between Hunter and Vinatieri. Who am I trying to think of? No, Hunter's the punter. Hunter's the punter. Damn it. Yeah, but oh, you know, he, he called him Vinatieri. out when uh, you know said that he should have been paying more attention to kicking than uh, whatever it was. But you know, even Manning got you know uh, crucified for that a little bit. You know? Tiki I mean, Barber and Eli Manning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there's yeah. another one. You know? There's another one. Or uh, uh, Terrell Owens and, and Donovan McNabb <laughs> and Garcia and every and other every, freaking and every, and Garcia and everybody Randy Moss else. back yeah. in the day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I mean, that, you know, that guys that do that, they, you know, that's not taken well in the sports community. I'd like to hit him in the back of the head with dirt clod. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, coming up next, we're going to talk to Rick Johnson. This guy did something on general tires that not a whole lot of desert racers, off-road racers have done. I don't know how many have done it, especially on general tires. He won the race from Vegas to Reno, mm-hmm. best in the desert, and it's just amazing how this guy did it. We'll talk to him next, and we'll talk to, no relation, Steve Johnson, NHRA Pro Stock Motorcycle winner from the NHRA Mac Tools Nationals last weekend. You know, there are four Steve Johnsons in motorsports. I wonder if, they're, what if they went shopping at Home Depot for nuts and bolts. <laughs> Not funny. More freaks next. Good evening, my fellow citizens. It's a sad man that's scared. 
Hypocrisy might be redundant in election season, but there's a lot of it going around, especially when you compare stick and ball observations with motor racing. For example, there's a high school kid who probably wasn't college material, so instead of going to college and faking it, he went to Europe to start getting paid to play basketball. The idea was sharply criticized, but when a driver can barely get out of high school before he starts driving cup cars, a TV network builds a promotional campaign around his brilliance. Then there's Nike, who fights off the evil eye for taking young inner-city kids and traveling them around the country to teach them basketball and, in a way, life. Ford, on the other hand, is patted on the back for giving a 12-year-old a factory-backed contract to help build his racing career. Just a couple examples of how things are valued. A comedian pointed this out once. A governor poses with a gun, and she's cheered. But a rap star says guns, and he's threatened with jail. When did the memo go out that changed our national creed to life, liberty, and the pursuit of hypocrisy? Peace. This freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak or your money back. It corrects rack and pinion problems. And Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak is totally effective in reducing slack, squeals, and hard spots in worn rack and pinions. Your results will be immediate and long-lasting. Quit wasting your time and money. Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak. Guaranteed to stop seal leaks and power steering units or your money back. Swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak today. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude on the street, at the track, or in the backwoods. Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family. This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. You want to spend more time with your family? You want to get out of the yard? And you want to do it cheaper this year? You might want to look into propane. Matter of fact, you need to look into propane. And Dixie Chopper is the only U.S. manufacturer to offer you the world's fastest lawnmower available in propane. Visit DixieChopper.com for a dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the freak. Nation. At Continental Tire, they have the right tire for your ride. The Continental Contact Series of tires are available for whatever you drive. High-performance sports car, touring sedan, minivan, light truck, or SUV. Protect your most valuable assets, you, your family, and your vehicle. Demand quality, demand performance, demand Continental. To find a retailer near you, visit ContinentalTire.com. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. (laughs) 
This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You got Crash Gladys, Statman. I'm Kenny Sargent. Your freaking hotline, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. Speaking of bitching tires... What this guy did on some general tires with the Best in the Desert series from Las Vegas to Reno is just, hey, you don't do it too often. Would you please welcome now in the Speed Freaks pits, Best in the Desert racer, score racer, off-road some bitches and just get it done on some general tires, Rick Johnson. What's up, RJ? <laughs> how you doing? Hey, Rick, how many people go, hey, man, those uh, Supercross and uh, Motocross championships were great. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, well, we get confused all the time. I'll tell you, there's there's three Rick Johnsons that uh, are uh, that do off road, um, including, of course, Ricky Johnson. So we keep everybody confused. That's all the time. So. Uh, okay, Rick, you but, need a but, but there's then. a big reason why we're having you in here. What happened in the Best in the Desert? You race from Las Vegas to Reno, and people in Southern California listening to us in you know SoCal, Phoenix. We got big affiliates in uh, Nevada. Uh, people who are around the desert know how oh. big desert racing is, and and what you did on the general tires and with you know not a multi million dollar team is crazy. Yeah, no, it just I can't tell you how excited I am to be able to be the first one to to get an overall win with the general tires, and especially the first year um, with them back in the desert after a a twenty year absence is just just incredible and uh and that goes to show you the dedication and, and the and the time and the, uh, the effort they put into this tire to be able to give us a tire that can be competitive you know right out of the gate and you know when we're running people don't realize what we do with these tires and how hard these tires are run out in the middle of the desert and we when you run across the state of nevada pretty much the whole state and uh the obstacles and the rocks and and the terrain we go over it's just it's incredible and it's it's neat to be a part of that and they they just built us an awesome tire rick now tell the freak nation it's it's my understanding that of course you're not running with one of the big big old multi-million dollar teams like collins motorsports or the baldwins or or even the raglans you know names like that and were you and you weren't also running in the top division of the best in the desert is that right what I I've been doing it for quite a number of years, but we are now trophy truck, which is well in, in Best in the Desert they call it trick truck. Trick truck, right? It, it's more it's much more known as trophy truck and score, but they are the same, um, just because of the two series got to call them you know something different. But uh, no, this this uh, is our second year in the trophy truck, which is the you know the Indy car of off road. And uh, last year we you know we were developing the new truck and getting the thing. Uh, um, you know, working and and staying together, developing it, and then General Tire stepped in with us and came on board. Um, Rick, let me ask you this: How far did you start back to win to for this race? How far back were you? We were seventeenth. We started seventeenth oh. position, which uh, people uh, it's it, a minute intervals, and they're um, 
we were the 17th position. So the, the, the two guys that were really battling out front, they started first and second. And I don't think they were really paying too much attention to us uh, for quite a while um, because we had a, quite a, a little adjustment of time there, you know, to sneak up on them. So that was so you pretty s- cool for us. Rick, you started 17 minutes behind the leader because that's just the way off-road racing is. And then you ended up winning by, what, over eight minutes? That is seriously huge. And I know you're trying to put together a full, full-time score deal coming up. And I bet people are not too excited about that well yeah it's it, <laughs> yeah like i said i think we snuck up on him but it was the general tire i mean people were having flats and and we weren't and uh oh. you got to keep moving forward but it's it's that balance there of uh you you can't believe how hard we're running across these rocks and you you know you get one flat tire you go you know 10 steps backwards so we kept moving forward and it was just just an incredible day for us and you know, like you said we were not a, a multi-million dollar team but we just have a really core group of very dedicated people that uh, has been with me for 25 years and Aww. uh it's paid off. It was so, just neat to be involved with so General. So, Rick Johnson, did you know when you were out there doing this that you were wired up and you were you were flying? What's that feel like to be so on top of your game? You know, I, I, people ask me a lot, "What's it like to drive a trophy truck?" And I and I'm, it, it's just a, it, it's a ball, it's a blast. The thing is just so incredible to have the kind of wheel travel we got we got we run 34 inches of wheel travel in the back 26 in the front and almost 800 horsepower and it's just you get into a groove and it's just fun it is just absolutely fun and i don't know how else to describe it you know rick johnson won the race las vegas torino best in the desert in the trick truck class of course on general tires so much for those other happy bastards that have been in the series for, what, 30, 40 years, and I'm not going to mention up any names, but they spend crazy and mad money to beat people like you, but you just kicked their ass, Rick. Congratulations, man, all right? Yeah, thank you very much, man. All right, look, when you get here in Southern California, we want you to come in and sit in as a fourth freak, all right? Okay, we'll do. And we'll, right. we'll take you out to dinner, and we'll do a little uh, – actually, want. no, you take us out to dinner because you have all that money from winning. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, Rick Johnson, thanks for coming in the first time in the Freak Nation. Good luck to you for the rest of the series. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. You got it. Rick Thanks. Johnson driving the trick truck in the best in the desert class. That's just balls. Starting 17 minutes behind and then winning by eight minutes. That is just absolute balls. Well, the, the team that finished second had three flats. The team Man. that finished third had five flats. Rick only had one. So, it, it seriously, he's not lying. It was the tires. This is the Johnson hour. Yeah. That was Rick Johnson. Now we're going to go with Steve Johnson, NHRA, Pro Stock Motorcycle winner, Mac Tools U.S. Nationals champion. Two-time champ. Two-time champion. He's going to be here in the Speed Freaks pits. More freaks coming up from Lucas Oil Studios. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Freaks, I know a manly mower when I ride one. But the tough, compact Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper, it's for the ladies, too. The Iron Eagle is the newest mower from Dixie Chopper, powered by a 
Kohler engine in 2023 and 25 horsepower options. And the Iron Eagle is available in 44, 50, and 60-inch decks, too. I do know a little bit about trimming the North 40, and I'll do it with the Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper. A lower price tag and rugged features professionals use every day. Dixie Chopper, the official mower of Speed Freaks. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses makes special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Hey, Freaks, Kenny Sargent here, and gas prices are flat outrageous. I've got you something for a bit of relief. It's Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, designed to increase power and fuel mileage, plus lower exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is a powerful blend of oils and additives that contain no solvents and is formulated for both gasoline and diesel engines, carbureted or fuel-injected. It cleans and lubricates and causes the fuel to burn more thoroughly for increased power and less fuel consumption. Start saving now and get Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment at your favorite auto parts dealer today. Speed Freaks, you know Racer Magazine is America's best motorsports publication. Now pair it with MyRacer.com and you have the best one-two punch in motorsports. Racer Magazine goes behind the scenes of all major racing events, NASCAR, IndyCar, F1, NHRA, sports cars, rally, drifting, and more. With hands down the best photos, feature stories, and cutting-edge coverage of all the key issues. Want to go interactive? Then hit MyRacer.com. You can create your own profile, blog, and interact with other race fans and drivers. If you want to keep up with the racing world, get Racer Magazine. And for even more, join me and the community at MyRacer.com. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of speed freaks. Listen, a little bit of bumper music there. Electric Eye from Judas Priest reminded me they played their very first talk show. I think it was last week with Jimmy Kimmel. Judas Priest playing in the back of Jimmy Kimmel. That's <laughs> just something you don't see too often. Rob Hofford, K.K. Downing, Glenn Tipton, and the boys playing a little bit of Jimmy Kimmel. It's nice to see some metal on late night. What a crash. Look at that look on your face. What the hell's Electric Eye? I'm pissed Who's that Judas the Lucas Oil Colts lost. Lucas Sorry. Oil Colts, yeah. They are the Lucas Oil Colts. Forrest did just buy the damn team. Yeah. <laughs> Practically. All right, now on the Speed Freaks Pits, I'm surprised I've, I've even got to hit the number one button here to actually put him on the air with us. I'm surprised you couldn't hear him already. Would you please welcome your two-time NHRA Pro Stock Motorcycle Mac, Tool Mac Tools champion. And he did it legitimately. Oh, he did it legitimately last time. Hmm, I think somebody had something to, something to say about that, including this guy. <laughs> Would you please welcome your winner, Steve Johnson. What's up there, he SJ? Uh, uh, to his ass muscles yeah, for. Back, back in the Freak Nation. I was just turning down some Steppenwolf. <laughs> <laughs> My dad had it, and he busted out an LP, and I'm like, what is that? And he says, it's Steppenwolf, uh, some stairway to heaven, or, uh, you know, maybe that's somebody else. I don't know. Hey, Steve Johnson, more <laughs> importantly, you beat everybody's ass on those Buells and Harleys and everything else they're throwing at you. Whip the butt, man. Whip the butt. But what if what if Buell came to you and says, I've got $500,000, you run a Buell in 2009, would you run a Buell? 
Man, it depends what the, what our sanction body is going to do with the rules. You know, we got to we got to pay attention to the rules. You know, Kenny, I, I was I just got back from Richmond. I went to the uh, Cup race, and when uh, it seems like whenever there's a hurricane and the Richmond race is right after it, we do good at Indy. So I went up there and hung out with Kenny Wallace, and and uh, we had a blast. We we weathered the storm up there, man. We just stayed in there and told stories and jokes and and wore out uh we're out everybody we could, and, and uh, he says, man, at Indy, you were, you were the man that day at that racetrack. And, and you know what? When somebody tells you that and they're in the cup world, I'm like, man, I'm going to stay here and listen to this some more. So what's going to happen with the bikes with the NHRA, the sanctioning body? Well, the sanctioned body uh, constantly has a – well, they have a rule that uh, is a rule of thumb, so to speak, and they pay attention to the to the parity. And, and we don't know what the word parity means because parity to some people is different than a, a, another person. And, and at the end of the day, here's the facts. In 2004 to 2007, 13, uh, 12 times Angel qualified number one. Uh, okay, that's 60 races, race fans, 60 races, four years of racing, 60 races, Angel qualified number one on a Suzuki 12 times. Antron Brown and, and uh, Sean Gann qualify number one twice uh, for Antron Brown and once for Sean Gann. Those are the only guys in five years in NHRA that a guy has qualified number one on a Suzuki. And I'm trying to get them to understand, even though we won the race, Matt Smith had the bad, bad uh, Buell, and he blew it up. So his tractor sat on the sidelines. Well, well, we were still racing. So, yeah, we still won the race on a Suzuki, and we love Suzukis. But at the end of the day, you got to qualify number one because that means you got the power. And when you got the power, you want to win with power. You don't want to just win because other people fall out or, or red light. Steve Johnson, NHRA Mac Tools Pro Stock Motorcycle winner. You're telling me that they should either limit the power in the Buells or allow more power for the Suzukis. No, I, I think what they need to do is they need to just pay more attention and try to create a, a little closer deal for the fans. They should let, hey, at the end of the day, they should, the Suzuki should be qualifying number one 50% of the time as the, as the Harleys and the Buells. And our Snap-on Tools Wiotech motorcycle needs to be getting some of that love. As so, long okay. as you win, though, Steve, that's the bottom. Who cares well, where you sure. qualify? You know you know what, bro, for sure. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm telling everybody, you know, when you try to hit a sponsor and you say, we got the performance, and if they know something about what's going on, guess what? You go into a boardroom, and it costs a million dollars to run a motorcycle these days. Yeah, some guys do it for 300 400 but, I mean, you, you have a, you know, an insurance program, and you've got a tractor trailer, and you've got a shop, and you've got you know, insurance, and you pay all these things. I mean, it's a legitimate deal. You've got to pay employees all these things. You need almost a million dollars to run a team, a successful team, and at the and and, and I'm just trying to tell them, when you go into a sponsor that knows something, knows what's going on, they're going to say, hey, man, if you're not on a Buell, how are you going to win the race? So, and bottom line, say? so Steve, bottom line, in NASCAR and IndyCar, it's, it, it matters if you win, not necessarily if you get on the pole, except for the Daytona 500 and the Indy 500. But you're saying that an NHRA Pro Stock motorcycle, it's much better to your sponsors if you show the power and qualify number one more than winning. For sure, because of all those things that you suggested. And by the way, your tag, your commercial of MyRacer.com and Racer Magazine, NHRA, F1, NASCAR, IMSA, Porsche, Popsicle Sticks, Drifting, Rally Cars. I mean, girl, you sound like an auctioneer on that. Okay, not, not to jump off bases, but what's the last part? It says, post your own blog and, and, and join in the nudity? Johnson, like, whoa, whoa, Johnson, Johnson, 20 seconds. Wrap it up, dude. we, we got to leave. Wrap it up. Let me tell you something. We are going to the most awesome race on the planet next weekend or this coming weekend.
Bruin, and I got a little glimpse of it. Uh, Bruin Smith, a uh, big talk about uh, John Forrest buying NHRA with Jay Leno. That was the hot news on, uh, <laughs> on another station tonight. So let me tell you, check us out, MySpace, Steve Johnson Racing. Search me, hit me on uh, anything you want to know about motorcycle drag racing. Later, Johnson. Awesome. Congratulations, dude. See you guys. Steve Johnson, NHRA Pro Stock Motorcycle winner from the Mac Tools Nationals last weekend. Triple F, thank you very much. AJ, you're awesome. Wheels, you're just bitching. Don't stretch that ass muscle. He hires someone to pull his <laughs> ass muscles for him. That's Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Remember, shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. See ya. This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. Lager lessons from Budweiser, the 3 o'clock tasting. Did you know that Budweiser brews beer at 12 different breweries across the country? That's cool, but the real news is that every afternoon at 3, while you're doing your job, the brewmaster's job is to taste the Budweiser from each of those breweries. Yeah, they fly just finished Budweiser's from across the country to one place for a daily tasting. Just to make sure that every Budweiser from coast to coast tastes exactly the way it should. With that perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. So each Budweiser you enjoy today should taste like each Budweiser you've enjoyed in the past. Daily Brewmaster Tastings. Oh man, how do I get that gig? When it comes to Budweiser, the more you know, the better it tastes. Budweiser, the great American lager. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Please drink responsibly. Mopar, it's more than the OE supplier and parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge. Mopar's imprint is rooted in the biggest names in motorsports. Casey Kane and Don Schumacher Racing, Big Daddy Don Garland, Stifting Champion Sam Huvenet, and more. It's a family of teams and drivers representing the awesome attitude and culture that Mopar has come to symbolize. You got a Chrysler, Dodge, or Jeep in your stable? Then do what the pros do and go with authentic Mopar parts. Log on to Mopar.com to find out more. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. 